Welcome back to this week's episode of Toys on Tap. The doctor is in. Grab your stethoscope and get ready to watch as he dismembers toys and creates robots. This week is an awesome week to listen. If you want more of Toys on Tap, you can follow on all social medias at Toys on Tap. If you want a little bit more, you can subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts, like, review. It costs you nothing. It means the world to us. And if you want to support the show, you can click the link in our bio and you can donate through coffee or you can go on the Patreon and sign up for a monthly thing and we'll send you a free gift. Now let's listen to this week's episode of Toys on Tap. Cool, I can hear you too. <laughs> awesome, the doctor is in. <laughs> What's up, man? How's it going? Good. I'm so stoked. I've been anticipating this since I met you at Designer Con, so I'm so stoked. Dude, I'm like, like we met two years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, like we we just never connected. And then when we met up again, I was like, oh, I got, I gotta reach out to these guys. <laughs> but it's it sounds like. It, it, I, I never fault anyone for it because it's like the amount of people you come in contact with at DesignerCon is crazy. Yeah. Oh, it's so nuts. And like I, I, you were talking earlier on one of the other podcasts about like, you know, everybody by their their Instagram name. Yeah. And they're like, hey, I'm, hey, I'm Dave. And you're like, <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. I never, it's always weird too. Um, like when they come on, uh zoom it just says their name and i'm like yeah. who the hell is this like who's just jumped in <laughs> but i'm i'm really excited that you're here uh you do fascinating work that is like uh it reminds me a lot when i watch your videos of those um like uh oddly satisfying videos on youtube i just yeah. <laughs> i watch the toys being created and um i have very few one-off creators that come on the podcast so i'm excited that you're one of them yeah right on i'm excited too man thanks for having me um i gotta start at the beginning though first and foremost you call yourself doctor where's okay. that coming from <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my name is dave russell yeah. So it's my initials are DR. So as a kid, people jokingly were like, Hey, what's up, doc? You know, what's up, doctor? Okay. And so, but I never really like never meant anything to me. And so when I started messing around with toys, a lot of the toys that I work with are thrift store finds, yard sale finds. They're just old beat up pretty much, you know, dogs have chewed on one yeah. of the legs. So it's like, Oh, I got one leg left. And so I was like, Oh, I'm going to like, fix up toys that was kind of my original like intent for my youtube channel and uh, so i was like you know you're the whole coming up with the name thing and you're like i'm gonna be the toy doctor <laughs> and my daughter at the time she was 16 or yeah somewhere in there she's uh almost 20 now uh she was like ew dad that sounds so dumb <laughs> i was like what I, I, and i was like what about dr toys and she's like yeah, that works. So I was like, okay. <laughs> Holy gee. It's like so close to being the same thing, but just a flip. Yeah. Holy yeah. moly. Yeah. Um, and the most fascinating, so that's, it's so interesting that that's the road you took. Dr. Toy, I absolutely love it. Um, and you, you, you perform surgery on so many toys. So I get the name, like it ties in for that yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you do it with things that aren't toys as well. Yeah, your robots become robots, and they they didn't start out as toys. It's crazy. Well, so I was um, like, I kind of started. What kind of got me into it was a guy named Cos Cosplay Chris. Okay, and he does like costumes and stuff, but he would take these toys and repaint them. And I was like, oh, that looks kind of fun. So actually, my my first repaint was a little Hot Wheel. It was the buns of steel, and I repainted the hamburger. That was like my first video. It is awful. You go back and watch it, you're like, whew, it's rough. But as I started getting into it more, it was like, as an artist and as a designer, like looking at uh, like trash packaging and like right away, my eyeballs can see, like, I'm just like, oh, I, I, I literally, uh, nine times out of 10, I don't sketch out anything. Okay. I just like look at a form and I'm like, this thing is so beautiful. 
and in my head, I already know what it's going to be. I just have to put it together and I have to just find the little bits to put it together. So it's kind of the fun and the challenge of like taking just junk and turning it into something cool. Yeah. Well, and you inspired me in one of your uh, recent videos. You have this like little container of just looks like trash, like cut pieces. And you're like, oh, I'm going through my bits thing. And it's like, <laughs> how many times have I taken my bits container and just tossed it? Well, it's it is a curse though because I've got like little cups of all these just little broken pieces of stuff, and it's all over the place. I actually just uh, organized my studio this last last week and a half or so because it just was getting out of hand, and so yeah. I'm trying to get little containers and get everything a little bit more organized. But I I cannot throw away anything. I got like a little scrap piece of polystyrene. I'm like, I might be able to use that for something if I stash it away. I uh you did clean your studio and I did watch it. I watched the whole thing. Uh and it was like uh the hard part is every once in a while I'll be sitting on the couch watching videos or something and my wife will come in and she's like, "Oh, what are you watching?" just wants to like interact for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um and I I showed her and she was like, "Oh, why don't you do that? Like why don't you clean up your mess?" <laughs> So you started a conversation in my house. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I do not take any flame in like being super organized. My yeah. my wife is Japanese and she is like total minimalist. Like if we had like one couch and a TV and like a table, she'd be like super minimalist. And then I'm like, ah. yep. <laughs> I got stuff everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I I feel that, and I'm trying to figure out like ways to expand slowly, um, while encroaching on other people's space for oh. sure. Oh yeah, I'm all over the place, but like downstairs in the basement in the bedroom, as long as I have them displayed nicely, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you i mean you have toy you're in your studio area you've got toys everywhere you collect toys what are some of the collections you're rocking through because i see like uh you have like the i don't remember how are those 18 inch star wars over your left shoulder yeah the, okay uh, oh, and then oh yeah on the floor yep and then so, retro yeah, so, on the right you got all kinds of stuff dude so here's the thing like i am i am not I am not like a toy collector in the sense of a lot of people are, you know, okay. they're like, Oh, I collect the black series or I collect uh, teenage mutant Ninja turtles. Like I am a uh, equal opportunity for all toys. Like, yep. in fact, I would say probably 80% of my toys are like thrift store yard sale finds. Like I'm super cheap. Now I'm frugal. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I have a hard time. Like I'm like looking at a toy and I'm like, Oh man, like, the black series are like 25 bucks and yeah. the, man, the, like, the new Mando was like 35. It's like, ah, it's so hard to, so I, I hunt for toys and literally like as a designer, I'm like, this thing is cool. Like I'm like, I, on my desk right now, I have Lucy like, or uh, I don't know. It's not Lucy. I'm not is her, it Patty? I can't remember her name. Patty. Yeah. So it's just like, she's cool. Like found it at a yard sale, 25 cents. So like, how do I not buy that? Right, <laughs> I got I got uh, like an old Burger King Alf, like <laughs> just sitting here, like <laughs> so. Like my collection is just like it's all over the place. Like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Tur Turtles, there. My sister got them for me for my birthday, so it's like okay, those are cool. But I really love the hunt of finding like super cool toys, and then I love the story behind finding that toy. Yeah. See, we need to go thrifting or something together because I'm on the other end where um, I've become a completist with smaller lines. So like uh, the Earthworm Jim series that came out in the 90s. It's 10 figures, I think. I can get that whole line. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they're not 25 cents. They're like 30, 40 yeah. bucks. Yeah. And so I would love to turn into the person that's like, it's 25 cents. How could I not? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I have I have a toy here. Hold on, let me grab it really quick. It's yeah. It's probably one of my it's one of my favorite yard sale finds. Oh, let me grab this. Okay, so this is uh Doom, I believe. Yeah, no Doom. way. Okay, 
so this character here, what it's a 12 inch character on a stand. It lights up. It's got like a red fan that goes through it. Super creepy. I, I walk up to the garage sale and it's sitting out on the, on a table. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh man, that thing's super nice. It had the original box with it. I still have the box in my closet and I'm looking at this toy and I'm going, ah. I, I try to assess. I'm like, ah, I know they're going to be like, Oh, that's 20 bucks. Right. And yeah. Like, ah. So I walk up and I'm like, hey, how much for this, uh, this creepy toy. And the lady goes five bucks. Just take it. She goes, my boyfriend's had it on his nightstand, and I can't stand the thing. So if you just take it, five bucks, it's yours. I was like, done. Holy mo- How pissed was that boyfriend? <laughs> I get out of there as quick <laughs> as I can. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> See, stuff like that. I got lucky. You know, I um, swap meets have changed, right? Like they they don't yeah. do the same. Like you now have all these Funko people that have come in and – um, everyone, because the internet, everyone knows what they have and it's yeah, good and bad, right? I wish yeah. that no yeah. one had the internet so I could go back in. Um, 100%. but every once in a while, there's a swap meet near me where they, they lay out a tarp and it looks like they just dump out trash. Yeah. And I have gotten, uh, like two or three original star Wars figures for like 25 cents a piece. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. It's the best. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't well, collect I, them, so. Yeah, I, yeah, that's 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 what. And the, my collection is just everything. Like yeah. there's, I've got. I'm looking at like some Fisher Price motorcycle dudes. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I don't know why I got them. They're just, <laughs> they're, they're super cool. It's yeah. like, How do you not buy this when you find it at a yard sale for fifty cents? It's like. Yeah. That's one of the it, adventure it's, people, it's right? Dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, the one I that got, has like, the knee bends. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> that's I think that's, that's funny well. That's what's so interesting with toys is like if you hold that up, we've all seen it. So yeah. I get why you bought it. Yeah, yeah. I, and and like I'm not like to be totally honest, I'm not a purist. And like, there's people that are like, oh, I I have the 1984, and it's the series two, and and this is what, and I'm yeah. like. Boring. I, I just I just found it. It was super cool. <laughs> I just snagged it. Like I I don't even like. And I think a lot of people like. So I'm 46 years old. So people are like, yeah. you're like an old dude collecting toys. What is your problem? And I'm like, I don't like as an artist. Like they're like little miniature sculptures. Like somebody's yeah. hand created that. You know. And it's like to me, like the value of the creation is way more than the like knowing this series of this collection i just love the art of the toy itself it's just amazing right i think what i'm um, most interested in too like the first collection or the first series that i will be like the biggest completest in is the the retro 375 over your right shoulder um i absolutely i don't know what it is i didn't want them and then i they announced that the line was going away so yeah. I was like, oh, I need all of them. <laughs> yeah. And so I started that and I think there's 25 of them. So it's still not crazy. And my You're talking wife... about the, uh, the these Marvel guys? Yeah. Like yeah. oh, so somebody on Instagram just posted last night and they're like, they found those at Ross for yep. like $3.99. So I was I literally was like, I'm heading out right now. Like I just saw his post and it, or he he uh, messaged me and I was like and I hopped in my car, and drove out there. I got nothing. I was like, ah. Uh, yeah, I. You know what's crazy too? Like, I, so I started um, getting those, and um, having those that are in the retro style, and then having this podcast where I've had people like Stephen Geddes on, or um, why uh, Scott Hensey on. They sculpted our original toys that we loved yeah. playing with, and so it's like yeah. when you talk to them, it is art when you like look at it through the lens of people that like you and I that work with toys a lot, it's art to the outside yeah. world. We look like man boys. <laughs> totally, totally. So it's like, it's trying to get people to understand, like you're holding a piece of plastic that you think is yeah. junk, but that didn't start out as plastic. Yeah. 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 Somebody concepted it. They sketched it. They thought through it. They got, they probably paid their, 
you know, paid their bills and fed their family with doing that as a career. And uh, that's kind of the cool thing of like, I I kind of, when I started doing this, I thought, I I don't really know where this will go because what happened for me, like to actually, like actually starting Dr. Toys and like the YouTube channel is I have been so back up, like as a kid, Mm -hmm. I never really had toys because my dad worked for like nonprofit. He, he devoted his life to education and helping troubled teens. And so we never really had a ton of money. I grew up in like, you know, I'm a kid of the eighties, so we didn't have a ton of money. Yeah. Uh, I never really had like a huge, like I I never owned a GI Joe as a kid. Like my buddies would always give me the one where the crotch was blown out. You know, it's like the front would break off. You're like, here, you can play with this one. I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) So like growing up, not having that, when I first when I got my first job, I started like collecting um, Johnny Lightnings, the little okay. the Hot Wheels, but the nicer ones because I was like, oh, these are super nice, like super high end. And then I started like going out yard selling, thrifting, and then it just like so from my twenties on, so like the last twenty something years has just been, yeah, I got thousands and thousands of action figures in Tupperwares in my garage like up in storage and i've got stuff everywhere so what I, what i started doing was i was looking at all these toys and i'm like i got all this stuff but i'm not really doing anything with it so that's when i started like well they're they're garage sale toys most of them are like pretty trash or the paint jobs are pretty bad like what if i started messing around with them and like breaking them apart and doing stuff because i've had like purists that are like <gasps> I can't believe you broke that part. I'm like, the foot was chewed off by a dog. Like, like what yeah. did you do with it? <laughs> People, it drives me nuts when it's like, though I have the view that these are art, if I own it, I'm going to, like, there's a high <laughs> chance <laughs> yeah, that I'm going to destroy this. Um, there are a few toys that I won't destroy. Um, yeah. Two that come to mind, like, immediately. Uh, Cowboys of Mumesa and Street Sharks. They're just... okay. Too expensive and too hard to find. Yeah, I have a street shark that I just found at a yard sale last summer. Oh my! Yeah. Do you know which which one is it? He's blue. He's uh, got like, which one is? Uh, it could be. And, and does he have roller skates on? Yeah. Yep. Okay. No, he has cowboy boots. Cowboy boots. I think he's got cowboy boots. Oh, okay. We I might have to ask for a picture of that later. <laughs> Holy moly! Yeah. Um, but and it's like some of these. My wife has seen those, or like I'm interested in the Ninja Turtle like knockoffs from other countries. Yeah, yeah. Never in the world will I cut one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do the same thing. There, there are certain toys that I'm like, uh, and then they just end up on my display shelf. Yeah, so. but I'm not really a flipper. Like I, 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 I'm too much of a hoarder when it comes to toys. And that is something that you were talking about earlier with the internet. It's like... We interrupted this broadcast of Toys on Top to bring you this. Meanwhile, in a galaxy of bootleg treasures. DOV2, we have a engine failure. We must crash land on DKE Toy Planet. Oh my, we're doomed. Wait, salvation. Hooray, we're saved in DOV2. Limited edition custom artist-made action figures and DKE Toys! Check out www.dkatoys.com for a full catalog. Hooray for custom action figures! DKE! I go into the thrift store now, or I'm at a yard sale, and I just, all, all people, are, they're on their phone, like, on eBay, like, trying to figure out how much this thing is worth. I'm like, ah, come on, guys, you're killing me. Yeah. Like, I just wanted to collect it for fun, and they're in there, like, pricing everything out, and I'm like, eh kind of pain yeah I, you know and, and the hard part is like people have come on the podcast talking about how um they've worked at a thrift store before and when people donate you get first dibs of whatever comes in so the amount of toys that we don't see it's because the people yeah. in the back yeah yeah <laughs> so i gotta go i need to go volunteer exactly <laughs> they, um i just saw um i think he goes by the plastic geek have you seen at Target in the massive like brontosaurus? It's like yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have one. Okay, so uh, like <laughs> dinosaur toys that are growing like that big, oh, they're my favorites yeah. now. He found one at a thrift store for like six bucks. Unreal. 
That's amazing. Yeah, I was just looking at Target last night because I always I hit up like I hit up uh, my local thrift stores and then I hit up Target the clearance section like yeah at least three times a week and like last night I just saw they have like a the giant dinosaurs but it's like a, an adventure pack so it's like three of them and it's like oh. a T Rex and like two others and they can like fight against each other but it was like this giant box and it's 119 bucks and I'm like. Oh, okay, I gotta keep my eye on that. Yeah, <laughs> this is how broken I think the toy brains are. In my head, it's like, yeah, but that's five street sharks that I could buy. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I oh my gosh. Um, so you got like not having the toys as much when you're younger, and then all of a sudden it yeah. clicking over. Um, what were the initial things? Was it just like a mad dash for whatever you could get your hands on when you first started collecting? So really, it was, like I said, it was a Johnny Lightning. And yep. I think more from like an artistic viewpoint. So I'm a graphic designer on my day job. Yeah. And so like just having the the design and the, the artwork and the paint and the, the detail on that, I was like, yeah, these things are beautiful. And uh, so I started collecting those. And then, like, when I started going out yard selling and stuff, and I would just find it, it would be like old toys that I remember as a kid that I never really had. So, like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were kind of my main thing. I was just like, ooh, and I would start grabbing them. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are like, oh, those are really valuable. And, like, maybe not crazy valuable. Yeah. yeah. Some of them are, some of them are, you know, there's, you know, it's like 20 bucks or whatever. So, so I just started collecting action figures action figures were kind of my thing just because it kind of had like a nostalgia feel to it right yeah there's not much outside of i I find myself in that same realm like there's one or two toys that aren't action figures that i might get at some point like a an original stretch armstrong but other than that action figures is kind of where it's at for me yeah yeah i yeah i just it's crazy to think. So you 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 collect those things. At some point, we ha- we have this recollection in our heads. I'm assuming where it's like you look around, you're like, I have possibly too many of these things. Did you have to like start purging some of them at some point, or just boxing and storing? So I think that's kind of one of the things. Like I started taking my toys and and rebuilding them and repurposing them. And I started getting that collection for my YouTube channel. And that's where I that's where I kind of got the harebrained idea to go to designer con. Yep. I, I was kind of like, you know what? Like I, I was getting great feedback from my YouTube channel and people were like, these are super awesome, these are great. And I was like, well, let's go take them to designer con and see what happens and see if people dig them or if they're like YouTube comments are totally different than somebody seeing it in person and being like, Oh yeah, this is cool, or like eh not really that great so yeah that was kind of my first like i was like instead of like the purging would essentially be like let's take them and try and sell them and see what happens and like my first year designer con i probably sold maybe like 70 percent of the stuff that i brought and i was like wow that's crazy that's nuts yeah it was kind of a cool feeling and it was a cool feeling to to meet other makers and other collectors and other creators and to have them like walk up to your booth and go, dang, this is really nice. And you're like, oh, cool. Because there, there are makers out there that do do stuff on YouTube or whatever, and and it's not quite like I, I'm I'm like I just take a little bit more time in your paint job, and it'll be like super cool. It's like yeah. they're not quite figuring it out, or they're rushing it, or it's like they're not quite paying attention to the detail. I'm like thinking to myself, just. Do do ten percent more, and it's going to be killer. Yeah. So that's kind of for me. I'm like, I set the bar pretty high for myself. Like, I want to be impressed. I want people to be impressed with my work and like the detail. And I'm a little OCD when it comes to like wanting something to be perfect, and that's kind of a curse as well. Yeah. Well, I like when we did meet uh, a couple years ago, and then um, finally like stepping into your booth last year or this last designer con. And, um, there's something about your work that like is very different when you're able to see it up close. Like it's awesome to watch your videos and it's awesome to watch how you turn things into robots, but to see the robot up close is unreal. 
because it, it Thanks, just man. I appreciate it. Yeah, it just like so much of uh, the internet and so much of online stuff seems fake. So when you get to see yeah. the actual robots, it's like, oh my god, this is it. We did it. We made it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I remember um, what really got me enticed in watching all your videos was what how you did the cactus. Uh, man, what is that called? This. Uh, a cactus flea market there you go the, the the mcdonald's happy meal place for adults yeah so you redid that one and then i was like oh i'm locked in to these videos i have to be yeah so you start doing this uh in the beginning where you wanted to repurpose walk me through those first beginnings of like realizing that you wanted to do that and then what it looked like to learn that process of everything can be a piece for something else yeah that's the that's the cool thing about the maker community about YouTube specifically, there are so many great YouTube makers. They are just doing amazing stuff. And so for me, when I, what I was watching these uh, guys, the steady uh, um, craftsman, um, yeah. steady crafting, uh, he, he does super cool stuff. And um, then like started watching, like I was saying, cosplay Chris and he was this repainting toy. So I'm looking at this going like, I think I could, I think I could do something like this. And, it gives me energy and purpose to build, mm -hmm. to produce the videos and put them on YouTube. Otherwise, it's kind of like I'm just sitting here making them in my studio, and it's kind of it's not that exciting. So I thought, like, if I share my process, that might be kind of interesting. So I started just taking some toys. I think my second one was like a Batman that I repainted. And but going back again, watching your old stuff, I'm, I'm sure it's the yeah. same for you. If you listen to your original podcast, you're just like, those are rough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I took this Batman and I'm like, I'm like throwing it on the ground, trying to break it, break. Cause you know, a lot of builders, they'll take everything apart and paint into in individual pieces. And so I'm like, <laughs> I feel like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't, I have no clue what I'm doing. Yeah. And that kind of became the premise of my channel is like, I, with my Dr. Toys YouTube channel, I try and tell people I have no clue what I'm doing. Right. But that's, that's okay. Like, that's totally okay. Like, just do it. Like, let's try it. Like, we have a brain in our head. If we screw it up, let's like think through the process and be like, okay, that didn't work at all. And so I try to, I try to incorporate that into my YouTube channel. I try to show when I screw things up and it's just like, like okay, that totally didn't work. <laughs> Cause I think some of the channels are so polished and it's like, everything is just like, ding, 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 yeah. and it feels almost unattainable. And you're just like, Oh man, that's like, I can't, can't do that. And I want to encourage people. They can do it. Like go try it and you're going to fail. It's okay. It's no big deal. Just have yeah. fun doing it. I mean, like, that's funny. Banging the, the toys on the ground is unreal. Um, <laughs> But I, I have listened to some of my old episodes and uh, there is a roughness to it. There is a, yeah. I hadn't found a stride yet if I am in one now. Um, or it's like in some of my old videos, I was like, I do not collect toys. I don't know what happened along the way, but that went right out the window. It didn't age well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, exactly. um, so you start those videos at some point, you start to polish it though. And at some point, you start to learn different techniques in painting. How? When did that all start? Well, uh, YouTube comments will help you polish things really quick. Yep, yep. Because <laughs> the people are brutal. They're like, dude, that sucks. You're horrible at this. This is awful. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Cool. I, I I would say to the to the listeners out there, if you are commenting on people and you have a negative comment, like, spin it in a way that's, like, constructive and helpful. like. Like this community is such an amazing community. Like the people that you have on your show, they're yeah, they're such amazing people. And like, I have not personally found one person yet that's like, oh, I'm not going to tell you how I do that. Yeah, like everybody is so open as makers, and they're just like, yeah, here's how I do it. And so, kind of like through my process and just kind of polishing. People, you know, can just be pretty harsh on you, which is fine. Like, I, I can take it. It's no big deal. I got thick skin. Um, but you start to refine it. And even still, I mean, I'm guessing you're probably doing the same thing. You're always looking for, like, how can I improve this a little bit more? Like, yeah. 
should my lighting be different? Is it, yeah, like you're always looking for ways to improve. Um, and then like the painting and stuff like that, I think having an art background and, you know, I studied commercial art in my undergrad and like, so just the, the motor skills of, of putting paint on and just understanding the thickness of the paint is, is something that I do know. And I feel like maybe a lot of people are scared, uh, uh, scared, <laughs> afraid of that, you know, it's yeah. like, you know, but I, I did deal with a lot of like figuring out what paints work best. Like I was originally using like tester enamel paint. What a pain in the neck. Yeah, it's so hard really. to work with and oh, it's the worst. And I've kind of landed on Citadel. Yep. Yep. Um, it, it just, it paints so nice. And I know there's other great paints out there and other makers use different stuff. But for me, I've got a Citadel store close by and I yeah. like a Warhammer store. And so I can go pick up all kinds of paints. So it's, it's a little pricey, but yeah, I mean, it's pricey. So it's like people, cause I've bought, uh, I buy Citadel regularly, the same reason. Yeah. Um, and people like each one is like $4 and they're like, that's not yeah. that bad. It is when you realize you get like an eighth of an ounce of paint, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. and I have to cover an action figure or an entire line. Yeah. And I have to buy 16 of these things. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I think you're using the, uh, like, trying to cheap it out and use, like, a cheap acrylic craft paint from, like, Michael's or Hobby Lobby. Right. And, you know, they're, like, a buck 19 a tube. And you get uh, quite a bit of it. Sometimes it works. Most of the time it doesn't. So, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, glue. Like, I... Uh, like that was a struggle for me, like using glue. And uh, finally a buddy put me onto the Insecure. The, yeah. Um, Bob or BSI, whatever it is. Um, and that glue has been amazing for me because I was buying like just super glue from Home Depot and like yeah. nothing would stick. And then like actually somebody saying like, oh, they have like a Insecure. You can spray it and it dries faster. I'm like, what? Yep. <laughs> So I, I'm continuing to, look, to learn, and I, I love passing that info along to viewers. And it, what's super cool, I'll tell you the coolest thing about my YouTube channel, the, the most amazing thing, is like somebody in the comments will put, hey, me and my nine-year-old son just built a trash bot, and we had the greatest time of our lives. I'm like, yeah. done, good enough for me. Yeah, you know what? You have um there's another artist that I've interviewed, OB Toys, and both of you are in this mode of he only focuses on dinosaurs, you do a lot of robot stuff and um it's this process videos that come out and in both comment sections you see a lot of that for both of you. Like I just did this with whoever yeah. and it was the yeah. most fun I've ever had. Yeah. And it's like great, keep doing it. Don't stop. Yeah. Yeah, don't stop. I, I mean, I have friends that they're like coming to me and they go, they're going, "Ugh, yeah." My son or my daughter, like, they want to go outside and spray paint their toy because they watched one of your videos. And I'm like, "Great, cool, let's yeah. do it." Like, <laughs> yeah, go out there with them, get yeah. some cardboard out, you know, teach them how to do it the right way, and put a mask on, like I normally don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I forget. I'm just like. Shh. Like, oh, uh, You're like, oh, I am really feet. high <laughs> now. Yeah, what is happening? Um, I the hardest part when I started doing any kind of customizing, uh, like my favorite ones to customize are in that uh 18 inch Star Wars, it's the K2S, uh, whatever, however you pronounce it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, because they fully disassemble. Yeah. Um, and it screws out and everything. Yeah. So I built like a, a UPS one. I have I just ordered another one. It got stolen off my porch. I'm the most irritated with that. But I have another idea to make a custom one. But um, my the hardest part was like learning how to get the paint to stick to a toy. Like, yeah. what a stupid concept. But it's like there's sprays, there's sanding, there's all kinds of stuff. Jeez. And priming all that. Like, ah, who's got time for that? Right. And I, I, I just learned about. Um, I don't know if you've ever used priming filler or filler primer, whatever it's called, they have auto part ones. So if you ever get oh, yeah. something like, like 3D, can? yeah. So whenever I get something 3D printed, if it's rough in one section, that thing just fills in everything. Yep, yep. I actually just started using that myself. I, somebody, I just saw somebody doing it on a YouTube channel because I've been playing with 3D printing a little bit. And yeah. I was watching like, how do you, how do you, 
fill these things in. And like one guy was using a wood filler. Yeah. And, and like smearing it on and sanding it off. And I tried that. That's a lot of work. But the automotive spray. Quick. So cool. quick. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Dimension X Toys uses, a, I think he said, a resin. And it like, it'll fill immediately. Yeah. So they're just like, everyone, it's crazy. So you start, I, I remember seeing uh, you make that uh, Happy Meal toy and turn it into the Skeleton Boy. Um, yeah. And I remember reaching out because you had posted the thing like, I'm going to put it on eBay for like eight grand. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, like, oh, good luck. <laughs> good luck. No, no, no. So back up. What I wanted to do was somebody had just posted a regular one yeah. on eBay for like 200,000 bucks. Yeah. Just like a, a total, like they're definitely just pranking everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, if, and, and they were getting all this like publicity and this news, and like people were like, you know, up in arms over, it and other people were like, this is amazing. That's hilarious. This is great. You know, whatever. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I got. I just made that thing. I'm gonna post mine. So I, I put mine on I put mine on for two hundred grand. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just gonna go. and then eBay comes back, it's like, sorry, denied. Your account level is not that high. Upgrade now for a professional account for you know, ten ninety nine a month or whatever it was. Yeah. I was like, wow. So then I like put it in, it's like the lowest I could do is eight grand. <laughs> like, okay, I'll do eight grand. <laughs> I remember seeing it and I was like, okay, this is either going to go super well or super like what's happening. Uh, and then I saw all the process videos and seeing it all get done. And it was like, oh, he's just gaming the system right now. Awesome. <laughs> totally just having, just having fun. Um, and what, what got you to make the Skelly, the, the skeleton boy versus your other normal stuff that you were making? What, what made you do that one a little different? So I uh, like as an artist, I, I struggle with just doing the same exact thing over and over again. And there are so there are, and I, I'm not discounting that at all. There are YouTube channels they do the same thing, and it is just masterfully done. Yeah, I I can't do it. Like I am all over the place. Like I see resin casting, I'm like, ooh, I want to try that. I see people doing wood carving, like, ah, I want to try that. Yeah, and so. Sculpting was something like uh, I I love Jason Petrini and his work. Yep. Um, and so for, for me, I was like, oh, like I'm gonna. This is like this is not Jason Petrini at all. He is a master at what he does. And but I I think it would be super funny to do a version of this little guy as a skeleton and then sculpt it in clay. Yeah. And or uh, I I like a I I think I did a mixture of like two part epoxy where it was hardened like the magic sculpt, but then super sculpty. So kind of just going back and forth. That was kind of my main thing. I was just like, I just want to try it. Like that's yeah. what most of my builds are. It's like, I, I literally, I'm curious if I can do this. Like, it sounds fun. Let's do it. <laughs> and it came out <laughs> super well. <Yeah>. And uh, <laughs> I got to see that one in person too. So that was cool to see. Um, and then you, um, man, remind me the name. It's like this little unicorn head figure. Uh you had a bunch of them and they were miscasts and you, you used what remind me of that figure. Okay. Uh, that was, um, Hoog. there we go. So that was a, that was a funny, uh, just like a, so when I did designer con my first year, yeah, I sold almost all my toys and I was like, Oh shoot. That was like two years worth of build. So I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to have enough toys to fill an entire booth. So I, met up with one of my buddies who's an artist and he does these just little sketches um and so i was like maybe we could like connect together and i could take some of his characters and then create sculpts of them and then start doing some casting because i've never casted resin before so i thought that could be kind of fun so that was kind of the spinoff of that uh stumped workshop he he has those fun little characters so we kind of merged together and that was literally just to fill my booth and he is also kind of a, a big toy collector and toy maker. And so I kind of selfishly, I was like, hey, come with me to Designer Con. I want you to see what's going on. Because he had never been to Designer Con. So he was like, all right. So that was kind of last year, was we called it uh, Decon Recon. Mm-hmm. We were literally just like going to see what everybody else was doing. And then kind of like thinking through what 
my next step is as an artist and as a designer. It's like my, my one-off toys are super fun and amazing, but to take them to Decon and try and sell them, it's, it's just not sustainable. Yeah. I can't make them fast enough because they're all custom built. And I'm doing my videos every two weeks now just because I was originally doing them every week. And it just, it was killing me because I'm like working till five and then I like roll over here. Like I, I'm working at home right now. And so I'd roll over to my work desk and work till two in the morning. And I was just like, I'm killing myself. And yeah. So I started building every other week. So now I've got maybe 20, 25 toys for the year. And then I take him to Decon, and again, like Decon is amazing. Like I am humbled that somebody would like take look at one of my toys and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna give you 120 bucks for that handle toy." I'm just like, "That's insane." Yeah. But then I, I look back. I'm like, "Oh crap! <laughs> I spent 20 hours on that." Yeah. <laughs> and okay, so yeah, you know, I'm not making any money. It's, yeah. it's really more for the love of it, and so like. I'm kind of looking at it as like I enjoy doing this, but like it would be super cool to be actually make a living doing this. Yeah, I I have no clue if that'll ever happen or take off. So that's kind of where econ recon happens. Like, what what's out there? What's everybody doing? What could we do? Is there something that we could make that would be cool? And so that's kind of the process I'm in right now as as a maker. I'm just trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Yeah. <laughs> and then you started doing the resin casting and then um yeah. What's interesting is like in the resin casting area if we have miscasts, we like either you do one of two things, either you hoard them and figure out what you're going to do with them or you throw them away. For the longest time yeah. I was throwing them away cuz I was a loony. Like I don't know what I was yeah. doing. Um but you were just like trimming off certain edges and then like making them something new but still uh, like on that character it was yeah. the most fantastic thing i've seen dealing with that kind of a, a way to think yeah and i think it kind of goes back to like looking at a piece of plastic or yeah. looking at I, as artists we are kind of weird mm -hmm. and uh, maybe some are weirder than others but like like when i'm walking outside and like the sun shoots through a, a leaf I'm like enamored by, I'm like, well, look at the glow of that green. Like that is, that's insane. Like, our eye catches different things. And most people are like, what are you doing? Like, what are you yeah. looking at? You're looking at like, <laughs> a leaf? What? I'm like, it's, it's amazing. Like, it's so cool. Yeah. And just having like that, the, the way our brains work and we look at a piece of plastic and we're like, oh yeah, this could totally become this. Yep. Right. It's just like, that's, Super cool. And that's like kind of taking this uh, Tic Tac container and like taking existing figures, uh, arms from some Funko robot and legs from a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toy that was missing the head and one of the arms. Yeah. It's like, I could do something cool with that. And I, I, it is just an insane talent to see something that doesn't exist. And I think people don't like, acknowledge that enough that people yeah are you're able to look at legit trash and make robots out of it which is insane yeah. <laughs> um and so as you're in this transformational area what what is next what like you're in this middle spot where you you have said you want to do other things and try new things like what's next for you then so when we went, when we did Decon Recon, me and my yeah. buddy, we drove from Colorado out to California, and then we drove. Uh, we stayed Sunday night, and we Monday morning we hit the road. We drove straight back, and we hit weather, so it was like a seventeen-hour trip. Yeah. And we just like we drove the entire time, and all we talked about was like, what is our next? Like, what are we gonna do? And so we kind of came up with this idea of building robots because. I'm I'm like, how can I leverage the work that I've done on my YouTube channel and kind of my audience that I have and they know kind of what I do? How can I leverage that but actually build something that we can reproduce and 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 make? So um so what we're working on right now is like a one twelfth scale or I'm sorry, one sixth scale Hell yeah. uh robot. And what we're doing is I'm gonna take some existing bodies and we're actually gonna break them apart and build robot arms, robot heads. This actually um, 
I've got a magnetic system now where on the head itself, it can just plug in. And my idea is to take, like, for DesignerCon this year, what I'd like to do is have three robots finished. Okay. And the idea is, so I called it 1M Robots, and it stands for 1 million robots. And the idea is, if you had 10 robots, but you had all these different heads and different arms, you could, all the arms would be magnetic-based. So you could pull off one arm and put it on another robot. You could pop off one head, swap heads, and you could, through accessories, and you could have a million different combinations, kind of like Burger King, have it your way. Yeah. Kind of thing, right? So so me and, uh, me and my buddy, we connected with a, an industrial designer who is helping us do the, the CAD work. I got a 3D printer, so we're sketching up concepts of robot heads, robot arms, and we're just prototyping and 3D printing. And Man, we are doing a ton of failure, but it is the journey is so fun. Awesome. It's amazing. So I'm I'm gonna I'm pursuing that, but I'm also still doing my YouTube channel and doing my builds because what I'd like to do is I would like to incorporate these robots into my YouTube channel like, hey, here's here's how you could paint these, here's how you could uh, modify these, um, send them off to other YouTube makers that I have contacts with and say, Hey, how would you paint this in your yeah. style or what would you do with this in your style and still kind of keep that connection. And then I'm still doing my build. Yeah. That's which my, That's my goal right now. I saw the other day um, you were doing clothes, like making them look yeah. oily and stuff and giving them this. And um, you have a couple different robot styles that are in these clothes. And yeah. I couldn't understand what was happening because I didn't read the caption. When I come to your videos, yeah. I don't read it until like after the video is done. So that I can okay. get it yeah. all in. Um, but even the clothes look like they fit for the robots. They have these oil stains. They're a little grungy. And then you see the branding of one M on all of it. Yeah. And it's just coming out so good. So this is supposed to be this like massive thing that you guys are going to undertake. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> Okay. Okay. What I'm, what I'm, what we're doing right now is we're building it, right? Yep. We're just building it to see, like, does this even work? Like, is yeah. this something that? And then, what is this master? Deep in the darkest corners of our earth, digital sculptors are choosing body parts and combining them in unnatural ways. <laughs> they are making a mutant. The evolving group of worldwide toy makers has been collaborating digital sculpting and making a mutant on Instagram. <laughs> making a mutant. on Instagram. Join Making a Mutant on Instagram, a digital sculpting toy collab. Like our for DesignerCon, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to have three robots, and I'm going to. Uh, have 20 of each robot. So it's a super low run. I have no clue if we'll sell out or if we'll sell two of them. I have no idea. But I want to have, I, I want to start it off and kind of get the vibe of what's going on. We were thinking at DesignerCon also maybe starting a Kickstarter. Yeah. Where people could sign up, at, like we actually launch it at DesignerCon and then we can raise money for uh, tooling. Like I've never gotten into any of this tooling stuff and i was i was listening to um the podcast with um the geez star killer oh yeah uh peter yeah yeah and kind of all the all the struggles that he went through and yeah. all that stuff and i'm just like oh man like what are we getting ourselves into here this is, this could be nuts and like the tooling costs i, I mean we're probably talking 20 grand uh, like, for one, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, right, yeah, exactly, for one, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it's like, what? How do we do this? So what I'm kind of doing is like, because I only do a build once a week or yeah. uh, every other week. On my off weeks, I've been trying to do a one M robot update of and, and have people on my YouTube channel follow the journey of like, hey, again, we don't know what we're doing, but let's just do it. Let's let's figure it out and, and try and see what yeah. happens. So yeah, there's you know all this 
all this advice of like, oh, just 3D print them and additive manufacturing and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, you know, um, there are a lot of people I can get you in contact with that have gone or are currently going through it. And it is yeah. so scary when they talk about some of their stuff. Um, uh, there is uh, nine to five warriors wanted to release like 10 figures at once. And which means tooling and everything for that. Um, Last Bastion um, Studios, they do like large scale Sufubis. And so they like are slowly getting more figures out. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of people that are doing this type of stuff. And it is, you guys are in for it. It's a, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're, we're totally aware. And that's what I was thinking, like, maybe for designer con, what I'll do is, um, actually 3d print them clean everything up yeah actually make molds and make resin casts of all my stuff and make produce 20 of them so they're and and, and it would kind of tie in with my last two times of being at the designer con like still hand painted uh handmade my mom is making all the clothes like she's hand sewing all these things for me and they're amazing and so yeah. it's like you know maybe just start small that's kind of where i'm at right now because again i have a full-time job so it's not like I'm desperate, right? Like I have to, but I'm I'm at a point where I'm like I really do, and I, I've I've done multiple businesses trying to get things going, and nothing's ever worked. Everything goes yeah. bust, and it's like okay, but I've learned a lot of lessons. So slow and easy, slow and steady wins the race is kind of my motto. Like just take it yeah. easy and see what happens. And if only you knew a podcast that would run the Kickstarter as an ad. <laughs> hey you know if, if you got any connections let me <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i think a good episode to listen to for like kickstarter stuff is uh barbarian rages episode okay he um extremely successful kickstarter he's never had one fail and i think he's run three or four okay and just yeah, killing it super cool stuff yeah and great stuff um man yeah we we should talk more like through messages so i can just start giving you everyone i know okay. that can like give you where to go um but even things like have you seen making a mutant i, uh, I don't know if i've seen that it's run by um dimension x toys and then it's 3d sculptors from all over the world and what they do is each one of them they they do rounds of characters and so each one of them will design one piece but they have like um a peg system and they like uh have nailed down the two-part body and so they like all the cad designs and all the stuff is beautiful yeah and so um and it the every time that they post he'll tag all of the 3d designers and so it's like you kind of have your run of the choice of like who do i want to help design this right now <laughs> Okay, cool. I'll check that yeah. out for sure. Um, but yeah, 3D design is insane. I have um, Bastards of the Multiverse. He helps me with my characters. And then I have another character being designed by a guy named Desert Octopus. Have you ever heard that name? No. So um, I don't know if you watch The Mandalorian. I'm assuming you yeah, do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so sure. uh, the pirate got oh, man, spoiler alert in case someone hasn't watched it. <laughs> um the pirate guy with the moss all over him yeah 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 he first came on screen in what episode three i think yeah yeah the next day desert octopus had a three and three quarters sculpt ready just he's so quick and so it's like <laughs> good job man um but yeah you guys are embarking on something that's incredible because you're making it so like interchangeable and yeah from an outside perspective it makes me want to collect all of them so yeah. if that's any consolation. Yeah, and like and one of our ideas originally, like it started off with like one of the ideas was like let's build a model kit that people yeah. can build like I do on my channel. But then we realized there's a lot of people that are actually really intimidated by having to cut and glue stuff together. So we're like, ah, we don't want to like exclude a group of people who they want something but right they're a little bit afraid to go that deep into it so it's like okay what if we did like a a peg system or a magnetic system where they could swap things out and then we could do uh finished complete ones by artists or we could sell blanks and then people could watch a youtube channel and see how to paint it up or whatever so 
yeah, we're still kind of exploring all this. It, it, yeah. And like a lot of your, uh, lot of your guests, it's like, what's that backstory and what's the idea behind this? Like, why, what's fun about this? So we're, we're thinking through the backstory as well right now. And man, all that stuff is like so complicated and so hard just to like wrap your brain around. How are we going to pull this off? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, um, backstory stuff is always the most, um, tedious, but once it starts, it like unwrap, like it's so good. Yeah. Um, the, I love robots are so fascinating in general. Um, have you ever seen a show called love death and robots? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The episode with the three robots just roaming the dead space. Yeah. I like there's, I think there's three of those now and every once in a while I'll go back and just rewatch them because it's such a fun idea that robots are now taking over and they are like coming up with weird backstories of what humans used to do. And I think like, so that's whenever I think of like, oh, I need to come up with a backstory. I pretend like I'm those robots of like just making <laughs> crap up. <laughs> well, that's kind of where we were with ours is like, I, I wanted to be like, I wanted to have some fun personalities. And like my mind went to like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles of like, yeah. they have all these different personalities and there's like the, there's the, the fun one and then the smart one and then the serious one, you know, that like, yeah. how do you like massage that in? And yeah. So that's something we're still working on in the background. Trying to flush that out. Hey, so. we're here for it. Holy moly. We are here for it. <laughs> that's um, awesome, man. I appreciate it. So that means you're going to designer con this year. I'm waiting for my email to say sign up for the booth. I do. So this is the first year that I'll be hosting a booth as well. If oh, there's nice. a way to choose the booth of like where you're at, I want to be next to you guys just so that we can laugh the whole time. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, no, they just, they, I have no clue how they pick because it's just like, whoop, there you are. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause this year was a, because it was so big. Uh, a lot of people started in the first hall. And a lot of people didn't get to us till like the second day or third day yeah. just because it was so big. And so last, my first year doing it two years ago, it felt a little bit more energetic. Yeah. I feel like because it was so big, which is amazing. Like I'm, I'm so glad it's that big, but I felt like the second day people were just tapped out and like just drained. And by the time yeah. they got to our end, it was just like, Oh, Hey, what's up? <laughs> Right. <laughs> That's what it's uh because I live so close. Um I usually only go the past couple of years I've only gone one day. This yeah. coming year, obviously it's gotta change. I gotta figure something out. Um, because yeah. I would go up there Saturday and I am in the door right when it opens and I have a beeline of like I need to see this many artists. Yep. And I've already thought about it ahead of time. I already know where it's at excuse me. And, um, you were on that list. And so it was like, I had seen like 20 artists before you guys. And I was like, I'm going to still have this same energy when I get, I, I have to. <laughs> no. And, and you give out your little, uh, your little, your kit in the yeah. cassette tape. Yeah. I literally have the, I have the plastic cassette tapes. I, the uh, container, I couldn't throw it away. Like I got uh, on this, on this dresser here, I have all my stickers. So I got my yeah. tap stickers there. But the container, like I, I pulled everything out and I was like, I might be able to use this cassette container for something someday. I have no clue. <laughs> I will pay so much money to have it then turned into a robot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's always love to have cassette robot. <laughs> yeah, holy moly. Uh, um, we, so this year it's also changed. The date is like it's further into December. Does that kind of hinder you yeah. guys or give you guys more time to run up to it? What's that looking like? Shoot, we'll take any time we can get because, yeah, uh, yeah I, I'm curious how it'll go this year, just being that a little bit later, uh, close to Christmas and traveling and stuff. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. I'm uh, yeah. curious to see how it goes. I'm, there is, um, you know, we've talked about it a little bit, and I, I think I want to get, I don't know who runs DesignerCon. I can't remember his name. I want to get him on the podcast. 3D Retro. Oh, the, great. The, the vinyl store, yeah. Great. So uh, I forgot their names, but yeah. Um, one of two things is about to happen at DesignerCon. Either everyone is going to sell out because it's so close to Christmas and that's what their people are getting, or 
people have already spent so much money on Christmas that this is about to be dead. And yeah. I'm really enticed in where this is going to head. So I'm like, I'm excited. Yeah, I, this year going into it, you know, the economy is kind of a little bit rough. I thought, man, I just, I don't know like how it's going to go, but it, it went great. Like we, yeah, I, I covered all my costs this year. Last year I broke even this year. Like we, we did a little bit extra, so that's good. And like next year I'm hoping to crush it. Yeah. Well, I think about that kind of stuff because like, but then, um, my like someone like my sister who goes to like WonderCon and all these conventions all over the the states. Um, she, unlike you and I, who are probably like caring for a whole family or like yeah. doing that and saving and doing stuff, she is also saving. But it's just for conventions, and there is millions of people that are just like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's blowing through the merch. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, the goal yeah. then is to have smaller merch. Then it's like, here's a $10 item versus the $300 item over here. Yeah. Yeah. That's the weird balance. That's the weird balance of like most of my stuff, it's all one offs. And so, you know, I think my cheapest thing was like 80 bucks. Right. And so there's a lot of people that are coming through that are not looking for the $80. You know, they're just like, oh, that's cool. And they're admiring it, which is great. But it's like, that that lower end price merch. I think yeah. that's what with our one six scale. I think we might actually do a line of clothes. Thursday night, seven p.m. YouTube live. It's Toys Alive. Toys Alive. Toys Alive. There's way cool artist unboxing. No Accounts under a thousand followers. What? Art out there for thirty bucks or less. Radical. Collector spotlight. Ooh, Current and upcoming shows and drops. Right. Giveaways. What? Short chats with artists. News from the hood. One hundred percent indie, all the time. That's, That's Toys Live. Thursday nights, 7 p.m. PST, YouTube Live. As well, because that's something I didn't really see at Decon was like one six scale clothes mm-hmm. that were like custom made or anything. So I think we might play around with that a little bit as well, trying to like have a little bit lower cost item. What? So Toys on Tap likes to sponsor different things. What do I have to do to sponsor you creating a little shop front that has little clothes on it? So I, I mean, that's like, like literally where we're like my mom is you know uh you know re- retired you know she's not working right now and yeah. and so she's an amazing craft person and it's like if she can hand make these clothes and then i can weather them and, and design on like do graphic design because that's what i do mm-hmm. like i can do these fun graphic design things like that's the like I'm just screwing around like that's oh, nice. Man. Don't care. <laughs> it's just like trying to come up with funny, funny little things or just yeah. make cool designs on a t-shirt. And uh, I think it'd be super cool and super fun. So yeah, I'm totally down to chat with you later or figure something out. <laughs> just to get that going. Yeah. Um, as we approach this like end part of the podcast, my favorite part yeah. always is letting the artist just plug everything. And I it, like it's just so good to hear it all. So for everyone listening couple things that you got to answer one how do they get in touch with you if they want some of your art two how do they um like collab with you if they want to do that and then three what do you got coming up in the pipeline so uh instagram is probably the easiest way to message back and forth okay um so yeah hit me up on instagram it's dr toys it's dr dot underscore toys because Dr. Toys was already taken. Unreal. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, if you uh, hit me up on Instagram, uh, if you have any questions or uh, I have, I've had people reaching out and saying like, oh, can you do a custom for me? And because I have a full-time job and I, I, I'm building my own toys, I don't really do like commission work necessarily, but if there's something that I build that people are like, I got to have that, like just reach out and figure something out. Okay. And then uh, hit up my YouTube channel, Dr. Toys on YouTube. Um, you know, like, subscribe, ring the bell, all the fun stuff, you know, even thumbs down, thumbs up. I don't care. It'll help the algorithm. <laughs> there we go. Dude, yeah. thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, yeah it's been super great chatting with you. And I can't wait to see a uh, decon and uh, are you, you're going to sell some of your toys? Yeah, so um, by that point, because thank God they did push it. I think for on my end, they pushed it to December, which is like really helpful because it gives me a whole year. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. And so that's why I'm working with different artists to sculpt and like do things so quickly so I can get it all done. Um, and then just be able to start releasing some of the stuff that I want to release and get done. Um, I think uh, between, and then a friend of mine wants to partner up. He does uh he's big on tiktok and does a lot of tattoo content but he wants to make some of them into like figures and all that kind of okay, stuff cool yeah so nice. really excited he wants to come and do that stuff and he's uh it's like and he's like an exact replica of me so it's two of us in one booth so i'm great <laughs> um but yeah so that's the that's the goal this year to be there cool. which i wish that there was a way to shut down the booth so because i still need to walk around and see everyone so I don't, yeah. uh, there might be a time, um, like at the Airbnb where it's like, Hey, I'm going to come by and give you a card. If you got this card tonight, please come to the Airbnb. We'll have, we'll play games and drink or do whatever. Yeah. 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 That is the hardest thing is like, I felt the same way. It's like, I'm, I'm there to show people my toys and talk about my toys. And it's so hard to get away because yeah. Uh, you're missing out i'm like oh, i'm gonna miss somebody <laughs> yeah and and uh i've had a couple of people say don't worry like we'll run your booth while you're gone yeah which is great but i have control issues as a person and so it's like i trust you implicitly but something in my brain says no i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i'm with you yeah but hey thank you again for coming yeah. on it was such yeah. a pleasure yeah.